Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. You're listening to Beat 102103. We're into the second hour of Irish Beats. My name is Rob O'Connor, playing all the best in homegrown tunes. That's Scared of Being Lonely from Roe. And uh, she is releasing a debut album. She's doing it interestingly enough, uh, or she's doing it in a kind of an unusual way. She's releasing it in two parts. The first part came out there just a couple of weeks ago, uh, and that song is on that. It's uh, called That's When the Panic Sets In, and the second half of the album will be released later this year. Uh, it's a great listen, I thought thoroughly recommend it. Another recommendation that I would uh, strongly advise anyone to listen to is the Aftertouch EP by Vale. And I'm delighted to have Owen Halley, aka Vale, here with me in the studio. Owen, how are you? Hello. I'm doing good. Owen, why... Right, I'm going to hit you with a question first. Where does Owen Halley end and Vale begin? Oh, you'd uh, you'd have to ask Vale to rip off uh, Saint Vincent. <laughs> okay, right. Is Vale a veil that you hide behind? No, I don't think so. Um, maybe this is a good question. Oh, yes, it definitely is. <laughs> okay, but you spell it V A L E, and yeah. is that because you're Tipperary and uh, you want to give a recommendation or give a give a reference to the Golden Vale? Um, well, I Vale was kind of. The veil thing was always in my head for, you know, hiding behind a cloak. But uh, that's just a bit of a coinkadink, I think. Okay, deadly. Deadly. Right. Well, listen, let's have a listen to some music from Veil. This is from the Aftertouch EP that came out in April of this year. It's called The Sun Is My Filter. And uh, we're going to hear more from Owen. And he's also going to play something for us live as well. We're going to find out what makes him tick. Taken from Vale's Aftertouch EP that was released in April. The Sun is My Filter. I was listening to the EP again today uh, in the sunshine and uh, Vale is here with me in studio, Owen Halley. Uh, I have to say, it does actually sound wonderful in the sunshine. Um, yeah. So congratulations on that. Thanks very much. Yeah. The Sun is My Filter has always kind of uh, had a summer vibe to it, I think. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, right? So when I listen to your music and I was listening to it today and I was going back through some of the press releases that you would have sent over the while and you talk, like you use the word ambient a few times mm. in, in in your notes. How how do you describe your own music? Now with a bit of reflection, now that the EP has been out for a while. Yeah. How would you describe it? Um, I think I would describe it as like electronic kind of pop music in a sense. Like it's very uh, kind of old school songwriting, but with like a twist on the production end, where I try to make kind of bring in the electronic vibe and and um, and amb- like I really love ambient music. Mm. So the idea of mixing that kind of feeling with um, weird drum beats and stuff. This really doesn't answer your question, but that's no, kind of it where, does. Uh, that's kind of like you know mixing those kind of sounds that you kind of don't necessarily want to work together but making them work together is yeah yeah it's it's probably an unfair question because it's 
it's it's a prompt to give me a genre which mm. puts you in a box, which yeah. is which is unfair because it, as we're talking, even when we were listening to the sun is my filter, we're describing a little bit about the, the kind of the process of how how, yeah. how these 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 pieces come out, and I'm always intrigued to ask musicians about that because nobody. I've never met two people who have the exact same process. Yeah, Everyone yeah. is, well, maybe some people who have the same process, but, yeah. you know, most people, they have a slightly different way of doing things, mm. particularly people who record stuff themselves and yeah, produce yeah. things themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, as we were listening to The Sun Is My Filter, I asked you, you know, how do you listen to your own music? Yeah. And your answer was, you don't. Well, no, not once it's done, <laughs> Yeah. You're. Uh, it's pretty, you've listened to it so much that you're kind of just on to the next thing. Um, because yeah, you hear the song hundreds, if not thousands, of times. You know, by the time it's finished, um, so listening back to it can uh, be somewhat, you know, traumatic almost. <laughs> no. Do you ever listen to something and after you've like painstakingly worked on it and go, yeah. oh no, I could have given this a nudge here or changed yeah. this? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that isn't that the trick though? Because I know so many people who have like written songs and never released yeah. them because they work on them forever. And I hold my own hand up here. And like, yeah, I'm one yeah, of these yeah. people. And you know, I often kind of think, God, I cannot just 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 do it and just yeah. you know just just make a decision and move on. Yeah. That's not to be. That's not to suggest anything is substandard or anything like that. But no, but know, there there has to like that's kind of just the nature of music and the nature of art. I think in general, um, you can work on something forever. And, you know, it'll probably never be finished or you can just, you know, you have to draw a line somewhere, I think. Um, I've tried to do that to do that more and more because, um, like, growing up and starting out, I would do, like, you'd have, like, bands I've been in, we'd, we'd be, like, mixing songs and it would go to, like, mix 12. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the poor person that's on the other end mixing it, like, I feel sorry for them in hindsight, but... um. Now, yeah, I try, I try to be like, I think it, it's good because things stay fresh that way, um, which is really important um, so that you're not like so done with something that you start, you know, you can make mm. silly decisions then, I think. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, you're you're obviously very musically literate. So even from the, the few conversations that we've had kind of offline, like y- yeah. you, you reference quite a lot of interesting music. Um, mm. I often think about... So I don't know if you saw the Beatles documentary, the Get Back one that came out there yeah, last year. I haven't seen all of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen all of it either, yeah. actually, because I don't have like four hundred hours to. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. But the bits that I have seen, I've seen the first th- uh, three episodes. I haven't seen the last. Okay. One. And what's amazing is like that all happened in a month. Yeah, it's insane. You know, and it's just like they do these things, and and actually, if you listen to it, you can hear, you can hear. I don't want to say the mistakes. I'm going to put them in yeah, air yeah. quotes. The mistakes, which are on these like amazing records that you know anyone would hold yeah. up as being some, some of the best album of all yeah. time so if it's good enough for the Beatles yes you know it's good enough for yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah. That's often the those mistakes are kind of what you know that's the character of it and yeah. that's uh, if you were to tidy those things up it might lose a bit of its charm I think yeah, yeah. It's like uh, quantizing in, in MIDI you know what I mean where yes, everything yeah, is yeah. perfect yeah, yeah. but then it sounds like a robot <clears throat> played it and there's no yeah. soul no Deadly. I'm I'm guilty of a bit of quantizing now. I will admit, but uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's quantizing. Not uh, nothing to do with uh, quantum realm. If any Marvel people are onto us, wondering if this veil is tied in with a forthcoming 
movies or anything like that not yet not yet but uh, he is available if anyone from Marvel is listening uh, right listen let's have a listen to another track uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the EP and uh, you're also going to perform something from us as, or for us as well uh, this is a Tore It Down uh, this was a single as well wasn't it yeah this was the very first single I put out um, yeah yeah okay um, this song was recorded in a bunch of strange it went from the song has started oh <laughs> <laughs> tore it down from Vale and uh, Vale is here with me in studio sorry for the misunderstanding you didn't realise I'd actually kicked off the track there you weren't wearing headphones no uh, but uh, yeah there you go that's okay <laughs> that's live radio for you folks you were just saying that. so that was the first track yes. you released from the EP yeah the first song I released as Vale um that one and it came out as like two songs that were tied together so it was that song ends and it goes into like this big ambient piece for about two minutes where it just sounds like waves crashing but it's in the same key as the the song totally. so that was the first thing I did um, as Vale yeah. yeah so how, so you talked briefly about you mentioned something about a kind of classic songwriting mm. And I, again, I was listening to the EP again today, and I think I think it was a Leon breach, but I might be wrong. But um, I was going, oh, like as we listen to that, there, like tore it down, or, or I can actually imagine that being played on a piano or an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. very like the way the chords are structured, like it's, yeah, you know, major, major, minor, blah blah. Mm. And there was one of the songs, and I th- I think it was a Leon breach, but I could be wrong. I was going, oh, actually, that's actually very similar now structurally to a Joy Division song. Oh no and, way! Yeah, no, no. I could be wrong about that. It was yeah. definitely one of them, and I, I just can't remember which yeah. one. That's not. I'm not suggesting. Like, I mean, the, I think it was like, uh, "I Love Will Tear Us Apart" is D, C, A minor, and G. So, I mean, they're those chords yeah, are a million yeah, yeah. songs. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. You know, I'm not suggesting that you're ripping <laughs> off Joy Division, uh, but I, you know, there's something about classic songs that if a song can be played on a piano or an acoustic guitar, yeah. and it works, yeah, yeah, well, then everything else is kind of right. Now you have a bedrock to work mm. on. And I'm interested to know what you think about that. That's definitely, as I get older, that's something I'm, I think is more and more important. That's probably like the most important thing to have if you're making songs or music is the core idea. Once you have that, you can kind of dress it up whatever way you want. And uh, like I kind of think like a sign of a, a good song is something that you could play it. You could essentially turn it from a rock song to a dance song to like a country song. Mm. Um I think that's a really interesting thing like you can do um, I love making like really weird sounds and spending time making drums sound like they're broken and all these different things but the core idea is probably something super simple uh, like you know two or three chords and a hook kind of that's where I try to start and then go down a weird rabbit hole of noise <laughs> <laughs> So when when you're working on a song does does it have a kind of a set time period for how long? How long? It, or do ideas just just stay forever? What way does it work? I like how long do I spend on an idea? Yeah, it kind of varies. Like that song, for example, tore it down. I actually like wrote and recorded most of that in like two days, I think. Um, but then there's other ones like uh, I don't need you right now, which is on the EP as well. I remember recording that last year and trying to get it finished before Christmas, 
and I think I spent like three weeks um, recording that. Yeah. So it, it can vary. It could be like a day or else it could be, you know, chunks of time over a longer period. Yeah, it's probably, again, um, it's an unfair question. It's, it's, one, it's um, a piece of string question. It's very, yeah it's, yeah, it's kind of, ideally, I like to, for things to happen when you have the ideas for it to be fast and uh, get things finished kind of hopefully as soon as you can because otherwise it can it can uh, get stale um, but I think the longest one was I Don't Need You Right Now which took a couple of weeks but I was being very meticulous with what I was doing with what I was doing with that so Do, do you ever abandon ideas? Yeah definitely okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that hard? No uh, I think the more now like I write and record a lot of stuff myself or at least I start things myself it kind of if I'm not into something I'm like is this this is a waste of time and every now and then I'll like open up my hard drive and go through ideas um, and you can pleasantly surprise yourself and you can be like oh I was totally correct that was a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> which actually I think that I don't need you right now is like a really old idea and that actually started out as like a yacht rock song almost. Okay. Right. And uh, and I was like, that's cool, but it doesn't sound like Vale. So I just shelved it and uh, then just like attacked it again and tried to make it sound like kind of fit in the world that um, like the sun is my filter and tore it down and kind of live in. And maybe that's why it took a while. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But again, if it was easy, everyone would do it. So that's, yeah. that's the thing. Listen, you have, right, so you've got a, a, a digital piano and a synth module sequencer. What's it called? You said an OP1, is it? Uh, yeah, this this is an OP1. It's like a synth and a sampler and a drum machine. Cool. And uh, it's a, a good bit of fun. Deadly. Well, I'm really looking forward to this now because you're going to play a Warning Sign, is it? Yes, I oh. will give that a go. Okay, so this is Vale live in the Beat Studios with uh, neon lights surrounding him, <laughs> uh, giving it a, a, an almost halo-like effect on your head. Take it away. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. to make it Can you force it or face it Every single day You thought history mattered They would never allow it On the oldest scene you say Colors are clashing 
And you're scattering ashes Of the coldest dream you made At the borders they're breaking Another mystery shattered I know every single day I lean on you, God Only to find your hate I bleed on the tiles So slowly you slip away You see it or not It feels like the same mistake Give me a warning sign Make me a born again I'm totally live inside to make it Can you force it or face it Every single day I lean on you God Only to find your hate I bleed on the tile So slowly you slip away You see it or not It feels like the same mistake Brilliant. Cool. Thank you. That's a warning sign from Vale, and uh, the uh, studio version is available on the uh, Aftertouch EP, which yeah. came out in April. You were originally actually supposed to come in around then, but unfortunately yeah. you got COVID. I did. Yeah. I got the cocoa. Ah, sure, look, everyone's <laughs> had it. You, you're nobody if you haven't had COVID. No. Some people have had it twice, three times. Yeah, you know. I'm still waiting on round two. Oh, don't worry. It's, probably, it's, it's in the post for all of us, probably. Um, right, listen, so um, what, what's what's next for you? What's coming up next? Um... Right now, I'm kind of actually just starting to get back. I, I was busy with other things for a while, so now I'm kind of coming back to trying to make more Veil music. So I'm just doing a few radio sessions at the moment and uh, also just trying to get back into the studio as much as I can and get some new songs finished and 
get some new music out before the end of the year, I think. Deadly. Yeah. And you recently released a kind of a video gig oh, as yeah. well. Uh, I saw yeah. some clips from that. It was uh, it was class. That was really fun. Um, I suppose one of the biggest challenges with this thing is that like uh, I started it during the pandemic, so playing like the kind of first, you know, in a normal scenario you probably play a couple of gigs before you actually release anything. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't uh, have the opportunity to, to, to do. So, um, and I really wanted to do it as like the, you know, the music is fun to play live. Um, and I always kind of had this, my eye on this place. I thought it would make an amazing location for, for something. And uh, then I thought, why not just like film these live performances? So we did it. We put like, we had like a essentially a recording studio in there and like all these industrial film lights and a cameras running off two sockets so we're pretty lucky we didn't blow the place up but <laughs> this is a woolen mills wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it was the it's the old woolen mills in Ardfin in the Tipperary um so yeah it was really cool we just did did everything in one day and went in in the morning and came out and, in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, uh, and that's all available online. If you go looking yeah. for, if you go looking for Vale Vale music, um, yeah. this is Vale music. This is Vale music on all the socials, I believe, um, yeah. and on YouTube. Yeah, everything is there. And uh, the uh, Aftertouch EP, it's available now. It's on all the mm. usual places. Just yeah. go find it, uh, go find and it. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear more stuff from you before the end of the year. Yes, definitely. Thanks so, very much. Owen Halley, Vale Music, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for uh, taking the time to come down and visit us this evening. And uh, we do wish you all the best with uh, whatever comes next. Cheers. Thanks very much, Rob. We love Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. This is Beats.